0: LFC Day Trippers brought to you by bookmakers.com.
3: Welcome to the LFC Day Trippers, this is the Fatback 4, brought to you by bookmakers.com. I'm Gav, that's Emma, that's Keith and that is Shawnee. On tonight's show we're going to talk about Liverpool nil, Chelsea nil. we're going to talk about Jurgen Klopp's 1,000 game as a manager, we're going to look at the last 10 days of the transfer window and we're going to talk about what's to come at the rest of the week. Check out bookmakers.com in our description for our website, um, if you're into gambling, great, check it out, do so responsibly. If you're not... Go in there, you can check on stats, comparisons, all that sort of stuff. And the YouTube channel is in the description as well. Which means if you subscribe there, you'll see my head on there once a week. Chatting Premier League with um, a Man United fan and a sports fan. So, um, were they both beaten this weekend? I can't even remember. Yeah, they were. So, um, they won't be in great form when it comes to recording that. Just to give you a heads up. Um, But I'll be in slightly better form. Um, As I said... Loads to get through tonight. If you're in the chat, leave a comment in there. We'll read it out as much as we can. Hit the like button if you can. And um, yeah, we go from there. Um, Shawnee, how are you? Good. Good form?
2: Yeah, good. Um, Yeah, I'm in good form. That game was a good tonic today for the shoot we were saved up yesterday. Yeah. The the blackbuster game today acted as a tonic. I I thought it was funny though, the way. All the Arsenal fans are doing this like little circle jerk thing about oh this being the real Premier League rivalry. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was funny, but it was a good game of football. Um, Yeah, was a little bit jealous watching it, not because I think either the moment, the league. It's just I remember when we played with that sort of intensity and coil. So um, yeah, I enjoyed the game though.
3: Yeah, it was a good, it was a good game of football. I only seen um, highlights of it. I'm going to be honest because I seen no football live today, but um, it looked like a really good game. And Arsenal need, just need to keep going, um, because City will come at one stage. Um, so Arsenal just need to keep going, and I really hope they do. Arsenal for life says, I hope you enjoyed us beating United. We always enjoy watching them United getting beaten under any circumstances. Always. But um, no, Arsenal, look, you need to just keep going because uh, they can go eight points clear again. But genuinely, City could just. Win every game from here on in, that's just the way they are. It's, it's, it's just we've seen this so
1: many times. Um, Keith, how are you? I'm Grant, yeah, Grant. <clears throat> um, yeah, Jake Simms. that makes a good point. There, uh, we're all in black. we're uh, like a boy band tonight. Star- I, I'm um, actually I in navy, you. so uh, yeah, yeah, sure, Jake, to, um, you're in black. <laughs> the specs, you're ruining the illusion. Um, <laughs> now look, it's um. A good weekend sports wise, not necessarily liverpool Um nfl all that sort of stuff going on and boxing and things like that so it was a good weekend it's just a pity liverpool at the moment you know we're getting we're not we're not getting what we like what we're used to but at the end of the day you just have to bleed and soak this up until this patch of show gets um goes past which i'm sure it will at some stage but you know, it, it's hard at the moment. He used to love doing these shows, he used to be great crack. <laughs> <Yeah>. Now, <fucking> <laughs> <him. laughs> oh, trying to get out of this one, sick <laughs> and awkward.
3: Yeah, you're trying your best, but I wasn't <laughs> just, I hell? just wasn't answering yeah. you. What the hell, yeah, I wasn't
1: <laughs> trying be best. Yeah, no, just
3: 14 people in me got fucking sick here. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't give a bollocks. I'll see you at yeah. the end. um Emma, how are you?
0: Yeah, good. Same as Keith. It's unfortunate that your weekends are only brightened up now by Everton being in the relegation zone. United getting beaten and you bank getting smashed. Uh, <laughs> used to, we used to be all happy about Liverpool winning. I should have actually start doing these podcasts more often. Maybe I'm the gentleman.
3: Didn't want to <laughs> say. Getting with it. <laughs> did has say. been Stay saying again. it ages, but listen, see, <laughs> <just a> <laughs> Look, uh, Red Steve says Emmett is the Navy sheep of the family. Great show. <laughs> um, MC says, "Even Gav, uh, I have something. I'm starting to bottle buttering my bread. Oh my God! No, I'm not getting into buttering bread. You got in bread. his head. It's, you got in his head. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's it's happened. It's spreading. Uh, <laughs> that, that's not. Um, but <laughs> listen, <laughs> um, let's let's talk about Liverpool nil, Chelsea nil. And if, again, if you if you want like instant reaction to it and all, and a really good good take on it. Um, I think it was Matt and Kev yesterday, wasn't it? Um, it was excellent. Yeah, Matt and Kev done the post-match show. They stay on for close to an hour. They go through everything in the game. You agree with some of it. You don't agree with some of it. But they watch the game. They have their takes. And they've done a really good job, as always. So we kind of look at it as a bigger picture of the game um, when it comes to Sunday night. And we've loads to get through. So, um, Shawnee, it's a nil-all draw. Um, you know, we can look at team lineups and stuff. But the big thing to come over for me was Klopp saying afterwards, um, little steps. You know, and then he says, "You know, this is a little step clean, keeping a clean sheet." D- do you buy that? Because uh, that sounds to me, if it's if it's completely genuine, that this team is on its arse and he's starting to admit it, and he's no he's nowhere to go to drum. Not that he's nowhere to go to drum her up, but it's a case of listen, that's where we're at right now. What, what did you make it up?
2: Well, it's it's probably an answer. I Would accept accepted if that was a performance we put in against a top of the table Arsenal at mm. the moment. Yeah. But it's against a Chelsea side who I think I'm not actually sure because I haven't. I think they might be still below us in the table. I don't yeah, know. Kent, be. just below us, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <coughs> they they've been as equally as if not worse than we have. So it's like I don't think it was a big step. Especially not at home at Anfield. No, he said a little
3: step. He said a little step.
2: It <laughs> should be. Any it's step. not any. It's not any step because mm-hmm. you should be empowering yourself, at Anfield, against everyone. Never mind sides who have been struggling. Chelsea have really, really struggled to score goals, and then they brought your man Mudrick on, and they look like the team in the ascendancy. Um clubs annoy me a little bit as well. I thought, as I thought, is if I'm being honest about it, I thought is. His comment about Arsene Wenger as well was a bit of a wanker thing to say as well. I didn't I didn't like it at all. Um didn't when I when I seen he said it, I said I'm gonna actually have to check to see if he said it, and he did. And I was like, Yeah, that's that's a fucking stupid thing to say. So yeah. Um I'm not clapped out, but he's he's fucking he's pissing me off. I'm not gonna like it. you. Genuinely like it's it's standing great on me now, like he he talks about he, he's gone on like these problems haven't been there and now it's a little soak and a whinge and then the, the thing about Wenga yesterday it's not like him at all Um and we are on our arse because fucking nine or ten of our players are out of form and completely um afraid of our lives yesterday Um half 12 kickoffs at Anfield have been shy even when we're romping legs or whatever Um They always seem to never really an atmosphere. I've been to a couple of them as well and the atmosphere seems a bit drab. Um, And it seemed that way yesterday. There was no life in the game. Did you
3: find find a lot of nervousness in the game from both sides and and probably the crowd as well?
2: Yeah. Yeah. um, (coughs) It was kind of like... It was like... Do you ever get... When you get to the... You've been playing well all season and you get to the... To the big games in the in the club semi-finals and that cage, you know, nobody want to make mistakes. It's normally keep ball and high quality stuff and chance be a out But both teams are fucking terrible yesterday. I never seen that so loose in possession. And um, I think if anyone had had any sort of composure, they probably could have won the game. And um, people are asking what you said in the chat. Our oh, club said something about our oh, chat tells game. He goes, oh yeah, well. Look, Arsene Wenger lost his it's a thousand game six nil. I'm glad that didn't happen today. It's like, got fucking nothing got to do with that. It. Just stupid,
1: like you know what I mean. Uh, I don't think he meant it in a snidey way. Yeah, why like did he's he get dragged over it? And I think I think he meant it as a jokey thing because I think he does have a yeah. lot of respect for Vanguard and I think it yeah, just think came it across just, wrong. I
2: think it was. And I fucking, think when
1: when you're in the squad like he is at the moment, I think everything is is yeah. coming across yeah, bad. You right. know what I mean?
2: That's annoying me now, and he's as much to blame now as anyone else, in my opinion. Hundred um, percent. Again, I trust him to pull us over, hundred percent. I wouldn't want anyone else. But um, I don't know. I think he probably needs to take stock. Gab, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I just. kind of feel what I said a couple of weeks on the podcast is. I wanted it to be, I wanted to be wrong, but I don't actually think I am. I, I. I. It looks like we just fucking dialed it in this season. Um, it's proxy, and I don't see it changing because we don't have the personnel. And it doesn't look like they're going to sign anyone. So I don't know where the change comes from. I don't know where this jolt that this team needs. Um, it is where it is. Keith,
3: people are talking about the atmosphere yesterday and, you know, the atmosphere hasn't been great for a while. And, you know, half 12 games, it's very hard A half 12 yeah. games. from I think I've been to a couple of them as well. And you get in there and it's a bit like, it's a bit too early, early. for this do you know what yeah, I mean And yeah. um, now don't get me wrong there's loads of places in Liverpool where you can get a gargle at nine in the morning so you can be well oiled before you go in and I know all of them <laughs> do you know what I mean because I usually arrive in Liverpool at about half eight um, every time I get there but like when I looked at that game yesterday right part of me thought he's trying to make a point here right He's trying to make a point in some way. Maybe the players, maybe the owners, I'm not too sure. But it kind of came off as, don't get me wrong, I think the team he picks deserve to be there off the back of Wolves. He makes one change, I think. Um, and, and it deserved to be there. But I kind of felt that, yes, it's disjointed. But I kind of got the impression, is he is he trying to make a point to someone here? Because, like Henderson, right? People like him, people don't like him. He can play certain amount of games in in certain amount of days. That's absolutely fine. Fabinho, right? Comes off the bench, I think, against Wolves. So does, I think Henderson does as well, does he? Um, But, not on the team. Now, I get, you know, that, that midfield made a, made a good fist of things during the week. But, I, but he usually goes back to, I'm going to, I'll put them back in. They've had their rest and stuff. Did you get that feeling off it? Of, because, I, listen, I had no problem with the team, but I was surprised at one change. I thought he was going to make a couple. I thought he was going to... It's, it feels to me like
1: he's making points to maybe players more than anyone else at the minute. I'd say more players than, than owners, to be honest. I think Klopp more or less knows what the score is with with owners as far as transfers. And I think if he pushes at this stage, he'll end up with Sander Birch. And whether he wants him or not, I don't know. But it's interesting, you know, after the Wolves game, I think we all said, maybe on shows, maybe in private, we were all saying, you know, at least that midfield was running, at least that midfield was trying. Mm. You know, you can, you can say what you want about Nabi Keita, and, and look, we've all been critical of Nabi Keita, we've all sort of agreed that he's a great player, a wonderful player when he's playing and he's in rhythm and he's in form, but he's just unreliable. And he gave them a bit of impetus, you know, is, well, who was it he played there? And he was, he came on Keita and he was running forward. Now, we couldn't pass the ball, I assure you, every pass went to the other the team, but he was driving forward and, and he was giving them that, so Carrying that midfield into into this game, I wasn't too... He seems to have a lot of faith in Bacetic. And I'm glad he done that because I think Fabinho's in serious trouble at Liverpool. I think he's one that Klopp is probably looking at and saying, you know, you think I'm too loyal, I'm going to be wielding axes and all that. Because regularly balls him out at the side of the pitch. Regularly. Chills the fuck out with him. We've seen a couple of times this season, well I've
3: noticed a couple of times this season where he has shouted at Fabinho and Fabinho's nearly shouted back at him or mm. just pretended he can't hear him you know the sort of way and and people are saying I think it was Kev said oh, Henderson was carrying a back injury and stuff like that and Trent f- fine but Trent comes on do you know what I mean yeah. Henderson comes on like all I'm saying is usually and we like to see that change where they were good they're staying on the pitch but Fabinho comes on during the week now Sean he said it when Fabinho comes on during the week he's trying to kick the ball as high as he can for about 15 minutes right but what I'm saying is usually what he does is he says you're out with this one they're in they've played well but he doesn't give a fuck he's going to put this player back in Mm. because he's watching you know legs and whatever else but I just feel it felt to me yesterday that yeah it was a bit nervy yeah it was a bit all over the place like defensively we looked jittery, midfield I thought we were very wasteful, forward a bit wasteful but starved a little bit of, of service and it just felt to me like, what you said earlier, we're just going to have to suck this up because there might be something more going on here with with what he's planning in his own head and not being too loyal but he's going to need to be massively backed if he's going yeah. to
1: decide to do this. But see, that's the thing, like, it, I've always tried to take, as much as we know Klopp tells loads of lawyers in press conferences, I take a lot of the stuff that he does come out with. I, I choose what I tend to believe and, and what I think is bullshit, and look, everyone can do that, and obviously the bad. But I think Klopp came out and sort of made the comments that, you know, there's going to be changes or whatever afoot, and and you think I'm too loyal, you know, I'm going to wreck this place, Watch it. wait and see. I do think that there's certain players there that maybe have lost the faith. He's lost the faith. And as I said, I think Fabinho is one that whether they need to get a... a Not necessarily replace him, but to get a backup that can come in and whether they see Bacetic as that or not, I don't know. But I think there's definitely players there like Henderson as the example. And he's really, really fallen off a Cliff Henderson. And I'm not surprised he didn't bring him back in. Do you know what I mean? There's too many. I think Klopp has has maybe got a bit pissed off with some of the players because Thiago done an interview. I was reading it today. I don't know when he said it, but about um, last season, took took it out of them. Do you know what I mean? Mentally, it took it out of the squad going for all them competitions, and it just psychologically they were just a bit busted. And and once he started off on the back foot, then they were they were bollocks. They just couldn't do it. So maybe we're reading too much into these things, but I just think there are certain players in there that that maybe Klopp is losing faith in. Um, the midfield, I thought the midfield were okay. I thought Bacetic played okay yesterday. He got a yellow card, and I think he done I, well I, after that. You I know, he th- done really saying, well. I know, oh, I, I know, you're not saying. You're you are, I just, just think
3: they, they, re- they really try it, don't get me wrong, but I just thought they were quite wasteful on the ball at times. Yeah, ah, they were And in those games, you can't afford yeah. to be. Or you yeah, don't 100%. lose, but you know, they're the games where balls have to stick all the time and you build up, and Liverpool did build up a bit of momentum at times in the game, but then we do something silly and then it'd be like, oh, fucking, you know, bubble burst for 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, there was a few, Thiago made a few passes inside to Becetic and he kept slipping. Um, There seemed to be a lot of players slipping, so I don't know if it was a footwear thing in the game or whatever, but I thought, yeah, I thought the midfield were okay. I thought the defence were brutal. I thought, well, I thought Milner was okay until he got booked when that little fucking flyer Mudra came on and that was the death knell for him but I loved it that he absolutely cleaned him out that was that was great to see we don't see enough of that um, again Robbo has his moment when he's he's charging up the pitch and he's bustling his way through which was reminiscent of, of the Man City when he done a few years ago you know th- there's been little flashes but I don't like to pick on players but whenever I see Joe Gomez now on the team I'm, I'm always worried and Gomez, Canate, or oh, like Canate, I think he's a great player, but I was a bit worried about the back. But I can see the point about the small steps. We didn't concede. That's the only small step we can take out of that because we concede too many. And even though we do concede one early on, it gets ruled out. It's it's where we are at the moment. You know, there's no fucking... We're well, not blowing anyone off the pitch. And Chelsea, that game was a big game, only a name yesterday. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't two good teams that were playing each other. It was two big names playing each other, but not two good teams. And you could see it. I mean, the Wankfest, when Mudra came on, I thought he was okay. I thought he was good, quick player, bits of skill. Didn't think he'd done anything great. Um, but he was a threat for them. And when he came on, he gave them the spark that they needed to to try and go at it. But ultimately, I just thought it was, it was lax, you know. There was little bit, you know, Cody Gagbo I thought it was okay. His link up play was okay. He's playing out position. I didn't think Harvey Elliott was great. I didn't think Salah was great. You know, there were so many players. There's not enough players and certainly no big players with the exception of maybe Thiago at the moment. Who Robo. was, Robo was Yeah, Robbo was good. But Thiago, Robo. And that's it, you know. Canate, is he a big player? Allison, you know, yeah, Allison. Few dodgy, but again, with the dodgy kicks by Allison me they were usually down to Joe Gomez' blade and giving him absolute hospital passes when he didn't want them. So it was a bit of a weird game. It was, as I say, big game in name only, not not in quality or, or um performances. But you, I think.
3: Emmett, there's been a good bit of mention of Cody Gakpo <clears throat> in the in the in the chat there, and you know, um, I get the comment for you now. This person feels he might be a disaster of a sign, and he can't see one attribute. Um, that's be. No, well it's someone's point I, mean, I, it I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even <laughs> bother. It's it's no no, really no. Really he really just crazy. said no he said Owen reckons he looks he, he looks like a terrible sign and he doesn't have one attribute I'd associate with a club team right what, but, what
0: signing at the moment looks good in the Liverpool team th- that's yeah. fair so but what <laughs> I was, was going to say team. was I'm yeah.
3: just reading out the comment but what that's I was true. what I was going to counter that way was I think he's come back in or Gakpo's come back in and you've seen him out left on for a while you've seen him up front for a while it's really patching things up at the moment because of the players we're missing. Like Firmino, Jota, Diaz, there's three. You had Nunes that was out during the week, but you know he was um, he was in for selection this weekend, so he's only coming back. So there's a lot going on. Salah's definitely been affected by it, like Yus and others have said. No shots on target in the last three games from Mo Salah. So while you're trying a bit of trial and error and maybe trying to make a point with regards to who's playing and who might be showing a door in, in four or five months time. Emma, the likes of Cody Gakpo and stuff like that, Nunes to a lesser extent, um, you just you have to give these players time, don't you? Because like, don't get me wrong, if we were flying Emma and Cody Gakpo's missing a lot of chance, you go, fuck's sake, everyone's doing everything here possible for him, and he's just not doing it. But it's not. He's playing in a team that looks disjointed, looks nervy, low on confidence. Um and it's just one of those. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Because I looked at that game yesterday. Cody Gakpo. I think he does okay. You know, for where he's been asked to play, I think he looks okay. He's not a front man. He's not. He plays a false nine at times, and he plays out left. He's not a centre forward. Simple as right. Yeah, he's got a few decent-ish chances. He takes one of them. It's all different. But we're just gonna. I keep going back to what Keith said. You just have to suck it up in terms of results. Maybe performances and definitely individual players at times.
0: Well, like he, you, you, you just said it there. He's played out left. He's played up top. He's, he's been played all over the place. Like he, you have to remember when when players come in. Like Gakbo now, all of a sudden that Nunes was hasn't been playing or he's been out injured becomes the the main focus because he's the last person that costs money. Um, it's just ridiculous. Like, he's coming into a brand new club in a brand, brand new country. Klopp generally keeps them out of the limelight for a while and gives them 10, 15 minutes here. He's been starting games. not like He still only had, what, about two weeks training with the team. It's <laughs> uh, anything. Trying, yeah, yeah like, Do you know what I mean? So he has to, <clears throat> it, like you said, it, it is, and we, we said before, it, it's round pegs and square holes. There's, there's a lot of players not playing the position that they'd like to play. Um, so it's way too early to make any kind of uh, opinion on Gakbo. Like you said, if, if he that horn in the box yesterday was unbelievable. If he had if that had gone in the bottom corner, it's a whole different ball game. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes, he's blazed two well over the bar, but again, that's he's far he's forcing it. He's he's trying to he's trying too hard. I think he just needs to relax. But you can't any player anybody that's played football when you're chopping and changing positions. Not a, not not alone from one game to the next, but in the same game, it's very hard to get to the pitch of the game when you're being moved all around the place. Um, and and there's a there's a good few. I I said it yesterday. I would have taken Salah off. Salah to me has been doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? Gakpo's getting shots off. When was the last? Like, who said it there? The last time Salah had a shot on target was three games ago. Yeah. Like yesterday was yesterday was deemed and Keith said it there it was like a it was supposed to be like a big heavyweight uh, game and the, look the last two games prior to this ended 0-0 as well you were far far better games of football than what yesterday was it was billed as a big kind of big kind of boxing match between two heavyweights and it turned out to be like one of these boxing matches between two influencers that couldn't throw a dig. do you know what I mean it was just it was like neither one of them and um, it was cagey, yes, and it looked like both didn't didn't want to lose more than wanted to win, if that yeah. makes any sense. And I thought we did all right. I thought the midfield did all right. But what it was, was the cage in this was, is we did all right to a point, and then that last ball, the, the crucial ball, was always either left a little bit short or went wayward or it was just, well, it, it was better than what we've seen. Um, I'm not sure whether anybody agrees, and that's probably where the baby steps thing comes in. But um, it was better, but just that final ball, that that kind of killer ball. And not even up the top of the pitch, in the midfield as well. Thiago, like two absolute horror balls uh, just about five yards from the 18-yard box. like could have completely cost us the game. It's just, we've spoken about tiredness, and I think now it's a more of a confidence issue than, a, than a, uh, an energy issue. And it's kind of like, Nearly when you're kicking the ball, and you're kind of not putting your foot fully through it because you're nervous, and that just seems to me what it is. Um And look, I know we will probably go through the game, but we're not even we're not even making the most of the play. We're not putting the players in the positions they should be playing in, or then when they do put them in, or when we bring on a NES or something like that, we don't utilize what his attributes are. Do you know what I mean? But we'll yeah, I think. Do that. But I think in, it's. A, I think. I,
3: think I I think we're leaning heavily on on not conceding. I think we're leaning yeah. more heavily on not being open. Maverick says um, nobody has agreed that Naby was a great player. PS was good at one season in the Bundesliga. This is not making him a great Premier League player. He's simply not suited to the Premier League, let alone the LFC. I don't think that was what Keep was saying. No. I, think, I think what most people agree on is that Naby Keita has all the tools to be an excellent yeah. player for Liverpool. His win rate for Liverpool is astonishing. Um, but he's just simply not on the pitch <laughs> enough, right? Um no, but. That's me bollocks. I'm now. Johnny, relax. I'm only telling you. That's that's, that's because he's been there for all towards... the good times and, and he, a lot of the injury. That's what people Winry. point towards. He has had good games The problem with Liverpool, the problem with matter. Naby at Liverpool is he's not on the pitch enough. And but, but and and even if he has one a good game or two good games in a row, you know it's going oh, to talking soon. about Naby Keïta, For
2: right. folk's sake. Five, Just the the about five years. I know. just people in the chat.
3: That's all yeah, no, a, anyway, Mojo, you. Gakpo seems slow. No real burst of pace or flair. Not seen anything special. Mojo, when I think of Cody Gakpo in a false nine, he he's he's good at link up, but then he can wander and he can do things. He's being pinned into the centre of the pitch for Liverpool, and asked to send a forward thing. So I'd probably give him a bit more time when players actually come back, and he has to possibly fight to go onto that left hand side for Liverpool, or indeed play as a falsish nine like a Firmino. Um.
1: Solid. had to play a World Cup in the middle of the season yeah well, but, but a mean? lot
3: of players have as well in fairness and he has, yeah, the, but, he has I mean, a, but he has had it, a move as well
1: this year has had a World Cup in the middle of it and he's had a move to a new club that are in the blade and doldrums and don't have a sniff of any creativity. yeah, well, he's been yeah. Scapegoat. He's been <coughs> scapegoat. He's come into a ho- he's come into he's come into a
3: horrible situation And Yeah, you know With points Salah, points. Salah lives off the mayhem yeah. that goes on at Liverpool, the movement, the the full backs flying, all sorts of things. It's very rigid at the moment and it's very set in a way where we want to be more compact and it's not suiting Salah at the minute. You know. Alright, no shots in three games or got shots on target. But having said that, his record speaks for itself. So it'll take a while for Salah to be dropped, I think. I think other areas of the pitch are seeing, in my opinion, by Klopp is a much more major issue. Mm-hmm. Um but they will have to fix it. Oh yeah,
0: I, I wasn't suggesting dropping them. What I was saying is maybe taking taking him off. Taking off. Him oh oh off. yeah, yeah. If he's yeah. not impacting yeah. the
3: game, absolutely. You know, yeah, no matter that's who he, he way is, wouldn't be you dropped, know. In fairness, um, yeah. But and there's an argument that he could be dropped. I'm, that's an argument for people to have. I'm just saying, you know, I think they're trying to shore up other areas of the pitch, and it's affecting Salah and others. In fairness, um, he plays Elliot on the left end at times, and it's a bit that's a bit of a weird one. But Shawnee, like going forward, you know. Brighton, I think, in the Cup next. Um, league games coming. There's a little break in there somewhere as well for an international break. But Do you see more of the same for Liverpool? And what I mean by that is, you want to see better performances. But do you see more of the same in the in personnel approach? Try be more compact. Henderson probably doesn't get a game. Fabinho doesn't get a game. Maybe there's a question of centre-half. Do you, do you see more of the same? Or do you think he might revert back to what he's trusted and what is trusted men, I suppose, and, I say that loosely.
2: It's hard to know, uh, but I, when's Van Dijk back?
1: Nobody knows.
3: No one knows, but it, I would I would hazard a guess mid February. Three weeks.
2: Yeah, then I don't see it. It was said as a month, wasn't it,
3: it? When he when he went. So. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't.
2: I think although Virgil has been poor by his lofty, unbelievable standards. Uh, Still makes a massive difference to this team. Um, yeah, a poor Van Dijk is still better than eighty to eighty-five percent of centre backs around the league, I reckon. And it's presence as well. So I think it'll be big when he gets back. And I don't know. Clubs seem to be sending messages. I know Trent was apparently nursing a groin injury, but um, I don't know, Gav but... He's, he's played 4-3-3 in the last two games uh, he's played midfielders that can run and we looked a little bit better I'll go back to what I said last week I'd still like to see us try some different systems uh, maybe start putting square pegs in square holes and giving these lads a chance Um, like I can understand Gagba's not lighting the world up but for me that would be an issue if everyone every like there was five or six players in form, but there's probably only one or two players in form at the moment for Liverpool. And um, I thought we looked a lot better when Darwin came on, so I think him starting and um, will give us something. And um, we well just missing too many players who can change games. Diaz, Jota, Bobby, you know it. We're really kind of. Struggling and we're hoping new lads can come in and adapt and drag us over the line. Um, I don't know. I don't see where it changes. Um, I can just hope that the, the game against Brighton next week, or uh, next weekend we're more competitive than we were there last time. Um, we took it
0: all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember, hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in
2: the end... What
0: will I become?
3: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
2: Play it now with Game Pass. We competed yesterday, but we could have been easily beaten. I, I, I didn't think we were... I don't think we were that solid. We gave up a lot of chances. Um so I don't know. I'd like to see Doak probably play more minutes, if I'm being honest with you. Because just wild cards change some up now because I'm looking at spark, just...
1: isn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it would look not that I need to be kinda Liverpool look, I'm gonna be honest with you, right? I don't care what anyone says what's Liverpool's been a fucking chore lately. It has been. And I've seen as much worse. But just watching football has generally been a chore for, for me this season. Like, with the just the walk up, I'm born down from it. And it doesn't help that Liverpool haven't been great. But when I see the likes of a Jetchic and Doak in a lineup, it gives me that little bit of optimism. Darwin has done that a lot for me this year, where I've actually enjoyed so much his performances. And that's what I was trying to say to people. Like, I get a lot of my mates saying, oh, Darwin is brutal and this, that and the other. I was like, hold on. The fact that I'm delighted Darwin is back yeah. and I'm hoping he's starting against Chelsea, that wouldn't be the sign of a player who's absolutely brutal. Darwin has... I think he can be a catalyst for this team, genuinely. I do. I do. I think he can be the ne- the catalyst for the, the, the next generation of attacking football at Liverpool. I really do. I... Um, He's shown enough, and I I like his mentality. It will come for him, I and mean, when it starts falling for him, once there's a does a system in place for him, we can bang goals. But I don't think that those players exist now as we need uh, as we know it. Like, and I'm not like this could all be fucking. And I mean, a guy. People say it's not that easy. This could all be transformed by making. The signing that just give these boys to the jolt because well like you said it there man, we're, are relying so- a, we're, we're relying on a lad who made his first Premier League start on the weekend to get us through these number of games and we've actually been doing well in terms of injuries. What's to say Thiago's not going to pick up a knock or Canade is not going to get another knock? Then you're starting games in that Phillips. Yeah, and, it, you and know, like, it's
3: interesting because you. someone said earlier like um, Mudrick gives them a spark you know and he's probably running on adrenaline you know um, because I think Potter said before the game he's not able to play 90 he's not he's not up to speed to play 90 but he comes on for an, half an hour um, and you know it's he is a spark and, and you're you're right with what you're saying Charlie, like a signing yeah it'll cost a lot of money maybe but it is that spark it is that and I get I get Doke and I get Bacetic, and I get all that, and I think they're two fantastic um, prospects. But senior players there are probably looking at them going, they're doing great, but we can't put it on them too to try to get us into a top-four yeah. situation this season. But if a Saicedo come in, or name a fucking midfielder, it doesn't matter, but if they come in, you go, oh, you know, you know, it's, it's like when anyone signs this big excitement and everyone gets a buzz off, and it just, just lifts the place. Because... Liverpool must feel like a bit of a groundhog day going in there every day now and doing the fucking training and doing this and going out and going to go fucking behind and it's not walking and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That 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 spark should be there and I think you're right. I think I think a signing will make it. It is hard to watch Liverpool at the moment. Absolutely. It's it's hard to watch Liverpool at the moment. And it's not only hard to watch them, it's probably not, not even the the results. It's the performances and it's the frustration you're watching. Like my massive frustration
2: is just doing the same thing every fucking week and hoping. Yeah, it'll get and better. I wasn't, oh, I'll just carry out what I was <laughs> um, I didn't mean that in a derogatory way against Nat Phillips. I'm, I'm just saying look, Nat Phillips is there, and for a large part, and Nat Phillips has played for Liverpool. He's never let us down. But like, what I mean is, like, he probably should have been gone through a three transfer windows ago. And he's still hanging around. You know what I mean? So, just kind a remembrance from seasons past, popping up again. Like, I, I... It's hard to be optimistic when I can't see... Like, people are saying there was a marked improvement. There was a marked improvement against Wolves, I thought. But it gets to Saturday and it's just fucking flat. And we've dropped... We were a bit, the, the points we've dropped in the last two league games would have really pushed us up, up United's ass and up Newcastle's ass who have dropped points in in, in these games <clears throat> and that's gonna be the difference really because I I really do think I, do, I don't think this league is that good I really don't I, I, I don't I don't buy into the whole ten Hag thing the game was great today but I thought Arsenal pissed all over them I don't think. I, I really don't think that they're way further ahead Than they were last year I genuinely don't I just do think that the standard of the league Is a little bit poorer And I think Newcastle Newcastle don't look like They're able to be a team who are able to dominate And have to break down deep. It's there for us It's genuinely there for us I do think this can be recovered It can flip so quick I think this time last year We might have been 10 points behind See, You know We were chasing a really good City team. These lot don't compare. Put pressure on these and they will crack. And we've known what we fucking needed now for, I'm not even going to say 22 days. I'm going to say fucking 122 days because we knew six months ago what we needed and they didn't do it. And we're just going to be seeing it stuck in the rut a little bit when that little fucking jolt could propel us so much further up the table because forget about Brighton and Fulham and all them, they're, they're in purple patches and we're hanging on. But like Newcastle and, uh, and United are 100% catchable, and nobody oh, can yeah. But
3: I'll ask you the question and I'll ask you all the questions. Just give me a quick answer on it Are Newcastle and Manchester
1: United catchable with what Liverpool have right now? No, Pete? possibly. If he changes things, okay. but he's not changing things, so he's he's playing this same system all because, the time. And, you will, and, not back, gonna do it
3: and you will get Jota and Diaz back, and Firmino back, but it might be too late then. Exactly, yeah. And that's I mean, why
1: that's why what I do sorry before you move on. I would, do, I do think it's catchable if we don't sign anyone. But he has to just get rid of some, not get rid of somebody's players. But he has to. Trust that Ben Doe can be a spark when he's coming on on the right. And if that means playing Salah centrally, if he has to keep Salah in the team, Salah's detrimental to this team at the moment on the right wing. He's fucking useless. So we need to do something, whether it's moving him inside, push Darwin to the left wing, I don't know. There has to be some change. You have to get sparks into that team somehow. And we don't have sparks in the team at the moment. And we need to get that in. And as Sean, said a minute ago, Darwin's a spark like darwin's a spark ben doke is a spark not to be thrown the hopes of liverpool on ben doke but a game here a game there 20 minutes here 20 minutes there they need to get players in there that are going to walk people are criticizing that phillips as well in the chat not phillips as sean he said never really lets Liverpool down he's at a certain level but one thing about Nat phillips is yeah. he's his confidence won't be in the good though like joe gomez for example do you know what I mean? So maybe it means just putting in these lads and just saying maybe the 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 options are there but without a new signing and I don't know if we're going to get one of any note at this stage of January transfer window I think it's just a case of going with what we have. But yeah, they are catchable.
3: <laughs> Emma, are yeah. those two teams catchable with what we have? <clears throat> I'm going to say I don't think they are.
0: I think they're catchable with what we have but I would agree with Keith that and we said it earlier on Sean, he said it as well like I don't know I don't know what's going through his head playing Elliot on the left. Jones would have been better off starting on the left. He's played on the left. So he, he I just feel like <clears throat> he like he said he, he needs he needs to start looking at and even formation. He needs to start looking at how he's approaching games because I, I honestly don't know where sticking him on the left came from like I, I just thought it didn't work yesterday it should never be tried again. There's other people there that could do that, and I saw somebody earlier on saying that if we had started Nunes, we would have won the game yesterday. He might not have been hundred percent. It's not as simple as that, as just throwing him in. He probably didn't have, probably only had about twenty minutes in him anyway. Um, but he, he, I just think he needs to start playing players in their positions, playing players in positions where they've played before and played well before. I don't think has Elliot played on the left before? Has he tried him on the left before?
1: I can't remember seeing Ali on the left side of the midfield. I've <laughs> oh, well, seen well, him in for so, periods on the left side of the midfield, three, but not on the left wing. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. So yeah, I, sorry, I, that's what left Absolutely, and, and you've no. got Jones there, and I, I, I probably would, and I think somebody said it, and I think it might have been Matt said it yesterday on the full time Reds. Jones has played there and and has played well there, so just just start playing players in their positions, and again, same as Keith. Something that's gonna ignite a game. So Doku will ignite a game. He's definitely not to be relied up relied upon fully to start games and win games. Um by Chetich, excellent. But again, like Sean, he said that yesterday, was his first Premier League start. Um, I thought he's done really. I'd like to see what he'd be like in beside Fabinho in in a in a four two three one. He's got all the legs to run around that maybe Fabinho doesn't have. Um, so let him do an all the around for Fabinho. but um, yeah, I just think he needs to to set like it's, I the, the team hasn't been settled, and when you don't have a settled team, you don't have settled results. So he just needs to start playing players in the positions. But I think they are catchable. A signing hundred percent would help that. Players coming back, Jota and Diaz aren't due back till March time. So I think they might be too late to impact it. You probably don't even see the best day of either. Of there maybe Jota more so than Diaz. You don't see the best day of Diaz certainly until next season. Um, but um, it might be a little bit too late for the for them to impact on it. But I still think they're Look, they, they both drop points today. Newcastle dropped it this weekend. Um, and teams ahead of us are definitely going to drop more points. The only thing is, is that we need to make sure that we drop less than what they do. So, yeah. and at this moment in time. That doesn't look
2: like it's gonna happen. Teams have stopped treating Newcastle like that. Newcastle and they don't know what to do. Yeah. Newcastle are being treated like a side in the ascendancy now, and they got and teams are putting ten behind the ball and they're struggling. It took a 98 minute winner for them to win last week. And people say, "Oh, that's them growing and up." I don't think that that cool. go. Bruno Guimaraes has been brilliant and whatever. But I think Eddie Howe is fucking massively overrated. As a manager and the job he's down there, and trust me, he will be the fucking force to go.
1: Yeah, Newcastle head to all there.
2: Deep, deep, um, it's a bit of a fairy tale thing at the moment, you know. The sports watching fair play, but I, I, I do. Well, look, I'm not even like. It's such small margins. I don't think. Uh, I think just with a little jolt, our uh, big boys will know exactly what to do with the girls back in, and don't be fucking. Give Salah arrest, will you? Jesus Christ. The fella hasn't stopped since he's come in. Give him a dig out. He's more credit in the bank than any of them. Yeah, I
1: think he's uh, been massively. But well that that's it, yeah. Arrest bank. is what he needs. Well, yeah, I
2: don't I don't think uh I haven't seen him as a problem at all, to be honest. Well, I uh, I, I, mean, same, I, I think... think he's a problem, but
1: I think it's a justifiable problem. I think he is over. Yeah, I think he's it's, he's
2: it's completely it's not a problem where we're going, right, what the fuck are we gonna do with Ma? It's a problem yeah. where what what's what's anyone doing sort of thing,
1: you know? I think what? he's one that could do it around square peg and around hole. I'd, I'd put him central. So and see it. if he can do one in the yeah, middle because yeah, yeah. it just doesn't well, look to be impacting on the right at the well, moment.
3: No, the only thing I would say is if you've if you've Nunes back in the team, I wouldn't. I'd put Gakbo left and I'd put Nunes to the middle and I'd leave Salah where he is. Options. I think I think when you look when you look at Mo Salah playing there yesterday, right? He has James Milner, right? That very steady. But he doesn't do what Trent does. He doesn't go into the middle of the pitch and leave Salah out there, you know, able to hurt people. He has, he's so used to playing off Firmino and Armane, where they know each other inside out. He's playing with Elliot and Gakpo, that he's only played possibly two games with Cody Gakpo. So, on one hand you can turn around and go, but hold on, he scores all these goals, he's our main man, he should be able to take games with a scruff of the neck. Mousell has never taken games with a scruff of the neck for Liverpool. He's not that sort of player. He's not a player that drops in and decides I'm going central and gonna start dictating football games. What he does is he looks to hurt you in moments and he's fucking brilliant at it. But we aren't giving him them, them moments, and all right, he hasn't had a shot on target. And okay, you could probably look and go, is he working hard enough? Is he trying his best to get into these positions? But for me as a team, when I'm looking, and I'm not only Salah, I include Gakbo and maybe, to a lesser extent, Elliot in that, where yesterday you're looking and going, yeah, they've missed some chances and you can throw t- different things to them. But to me, they look starved of not even service. It was more movement around them or, you know, it just, and I'm not talking all out mayhem. I'm just talking a little bit of ingenuity by someone to break through in midfield you know just even break past somebody and go right now he's beyond them now get it
1: onto Salah because someone has to be drawn to this player and Salah can court you then and that's just own book makes a good point sorry if I couldn't cross today Gav book makes a good point about Darwin and Salah seem to be building a good connection and a partnership and I don't like four four two as a formation but is that something that you could do maybe the tree trying to fit a third forward into this is probably a hindrance at the moment, do you know what I mean? I think Maybe I think the more. I think no. more the partnership there was was when
3: when Nunes was down the middle. What happened is Salah go quite close into him, and people were looking going, "This Nunes fell has going over the top because he's mental, and we're just going to put it over there, and he's mad." And what happened is players would drop off naturally, and then Salah would get more space. But right now teams are just going, "Well, Elliot's not going to run beyond you, and Gakbo certainly isn't." So what we do? we'll push up or we'll, we might even drop 10 yards and we just make sure Salah can't get on it and if he does we've enough players around him because we Another trust team. a one-on-one against other 2 over there you know whether it be Gakbo or, or Elliot, and these are all issues because you're trying to be more solid you're trying to be more compact somewhere has to lose in the team and what Liverpool need to do is Liverpool need to find a way of A. being more solid but B when you have it and when you win it, Horton teams. And right now, and they're me, missing, I they're I missing players we... that whole teams usually. Diaz Hort teams. Jota most certainly does. Uh, even Firmino's you know, to a point where if you get it into him, he can open you up. This you know year, I mean? Bobby was doing that. And, and yeah, it's me. just, it's just one of, It's 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 a culmination it's of things. Right, like and things. You can throw it back to owners and you can throw it back to Klopp and you can throw And we've, all, we've had this argument all up, loads. But the, at the end of the day, this is where we're at. And you're yeah, just yeah, sucker up a little bit, but they're going to have to find solutions, and I think the solution is you jolt it with a signing. I think it's very... And, and, and it's that not like it's I just for that. the sake of it. It's something you need. Not You need it now, you'll need it in six months. You're going to need it, so do it. Simple as that. Go on, Shania. Like, look, it's
0: it's it's it. a, 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 a signing does jolt it, because as much as we can all see that we need in midfield, they're soaking the players. So, like, signing... Because like, everybody will say, well, we signed Gakpo, but that wasn't signed in the area where we needed to strengthen the most. I just think that signing a midfielder, so maybe not any signing, but definitely a midfielder, um, will kind of kind of give that give the players that kind of thing. Ah, they're sending reinforcements, and that's what kind of gives them the, that bit of a a, a jolt.
3: Um, Shani, sorry, did I cut across you there when I was?
0: I did. No, sorry. I, just,
2: um, I think we've like you can even see in City like. Thing like when we talked about the start of the season was Liverpool and City taking in these two type of players that are not you like not normally to what we have and as fucking bonkers as this sound, the Calensca scores his twenty fifth league goal today in nineteen games. But I actually think City may have sort of suffered at his expense yeah. when they kind of force it a little bit to him, um, and it's made them a little bit more vulnerable. They haven't been. They haven't been the same. And the position in the league table would suggest, yeah, look, yeah, he is scoring goals. But when you look at the bigger picture, City haven't been as free-flowing. And I think a lot of the time, and it's frustration, and one player I know who was doing it was, I just noticed Henderson a lot of the time, just kind of lumping it down the channel or over the top, thinking, fuck it, Darwin is down there somewhere. I think we've kind of forced it yeah. a little bit with Darwin Nunes, as if to say... Uh, and when he forced him we're just whipping balls into the box to him. Like, he didn't do that at Benfica. No, that's, that's
3: not there's what much he did. more to his game
2: than that. Yeah, much that's much not what he did. But, that, but that's not what he did at Benfica. <laughs> it wasn't a feature of his play at Benfica. Like, you know... And I think... I think... Someone else who suffered that at the cost of that is Salah. Because if you look at a lot of the goals Sal has scored through his Liverpool career, a lot of them is intricate stuff. One, two's on the edge of the box or getting free or a or, destroy uh, like Bobby occupying a space that he runs into and his finishing is just being lethal. But I think it's a lot more force now. Um, we play a lot more percentage stuff with, with Darwin in the team. If you get what I mean, it's it's where it's they're looking for the ball over the top uh, and and Darwin is just an outlet and he's running channel Like I think I, I think that's I don't think that does really Darwin any justice. I think there's far more to his game. He's played some brilliant passes this year. And we've seen it, he's he's got some really good assists where he's got his head up and picked it out. Um that's the thing. I think we've kind of suffered a little bit and all of these problems we've talked to about lads, it, it all goes back to one person and that's Jürgen Klopp. Jürgen Klopp has got to find a way to make these lads work together because he can't just do the thing that he's been doing for the for, for the first 19 games of this season because, let's be honest, it hasn't fucking worked. So, he needs to find solutions within with what he has. Not just playing the same system with different players. It's not going to work. It, it's been proved. It's not going to just click. The the systematic issues in the team when we use this personnel try something fucking different. That's the only way it's going to change. Unless you get a player in who will allow your old system to work. But to do, we're going to need fucking three or four to do that. That's why I was watching the game yesterday with my brother Alan. And the ball was coming into Gagba when he's up front. And he's just getting pushed off it. says, so you've got to be stronger there. Yeah, of course you do. But we're used to watching Bobby the last four years roll and send that defensive mid and send that axe. Like they weren't there. To expect well, no, the Not, same not even that. You're expecting, you'd see a lot Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, <clears> when you're judging these players, think about it. Salah is pinned to the to the line now for Liverpool, he's pinned to the line, he's so isolated, that's not what he's been about since he's been at Liverpool, never, it's never what he's been about, he's not a get-to-the-boy line, he's come inside, he's always been that way, Gakpo. people are saying I don't know what he does. The fella doesn't know where he's doing at the moment because he's just been fucking moved around. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you need you, you need to kind of think about it. All these lads are trying to bed in. And it's like Klopp is just I'll throw him there, I'll throw him there. I agree with you. I think the Harvey Elliott thing is bizarre. Like he's a young flip, so I'm not gonna dig him out, but again, like people are saying if he does this, that and the other like, he played in the forward line. We know for sure he's not a centre mid. I don't see what he brought to us yesterday as a winger. I don't think there's room for a heavy Elliott Elliot in a four-three-three, Klopp Liverpool team because if he's going to play in the front line, I don't think he has the pace, and if he's going to play in the middle, I don't think he's physical enough. So it's just a classic case of fucking square pegs round holes. It was bizarre. Now what Emma said may be the truth. You could be looking at he um, could be looking at someone like. There we going. He's only back, and I don't want to aggravate anything that he might have had. I'm sure Klopp would have loved him to put him in from the start, but players yeah. have limits as well.
3: Um, look, I'm sure you know over this week and prior to and after the FA Cup game next week, and and the league games go on, we're going to we're going to see what happens after we've we've spoken about it here. We're going to see it in front of us. In front of our own eyes over the next month six weeks before we possibly start getting players back and you know he has to find a way um, and will he get sign signing I don't know like but um, just Jürgen Klopp himself it's his thousand game as manager yesterday um, it's a big it's a big fucking landmark to hit um, in, a, in a career and you know I always see Jürgen Klopp as really young and I'm like how the fuck is he at a thousand games but Keith I come to you you know it is a huge landmark isn't it one and two i know we're in the shit at the moment and yeah it's down to him partially but overall um he's been a fucking pleasure hasn't he
1: yeah and i think that's why this is haunting at the moment you know what i mean because he, he looks a bit laden he looks a bit flustered um and it's not what we expect from Jurgen. Like, even before Liverpool, do you know what I mean? Like we all knew Jurgen Klopp at Dortmund. You know, a thousand games. It's over three teams as well. It's it's an impressive um, an impressive haul. I know didn't Steve Bruce wasn't he going for his thousand game? And he was on the threat against sacked by Newcastle, and he was tanking them for and sacking them and all on his thousand game. So like. You know, the, he was yeah, a journeyman. So yeah, exactly. He maybe he should have referenced Steve Bruce instead of Arsene Wenger on his thousandth game. But he's, he's one that. You know, we, Jürgen Klopp's an emotional manager. He's an emotional person. And part of the, the, the ride with Jürgen Klopp is you're, you're rowing behind him. He's a, he's a, a leader and he's a, an emotional fella that you, you'll you get everyone over. And that's why players will run through walls for him and things like that. And this isn't what we're seeing at the moment because it's not working for him. And I don't know if Pep Linders has too much... Um, too much say. I think Jurgen Klopp certainly is the type of manager who would enable and would empower his assistants. Always oh, seems to have done that, even with Bilic and and um, Kravitz as well. Like so, maybe maybe he's given Pep Linders a bit too much. But I think what we're seeing now with Jurgen Klopp now, I, I'm not going to judge him on this six months. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm, I think he's. I think Sean, he said this. He's enough credit in the bank. He'll be back. He'll be. I faith that he'll be back. But I do believe a lot of this is on Jorgen at the moment. Um, but look, great managers have made cock-ups before, and, and a really great manager will turn it around. And that's what I expect our club. But a thousand games, brilliant.
3: Yeah, I think it's 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 a great amount to get to, and. You know, it is it is a tough time, and you know what? Um He'll come out to the other side of it. I think Shani said it earlier, um, he, he trusts no one else bar him to do it, Um and he will come out over. I think the big the thing for me is I think I'm starting to see Klopp just going, hold on, you know, I've only a certain amount of time left here as well. I'm not wasting me fucking time here anymore, and yeah, he, he could possibly do something immediately about it in in the window, and I'm going to ask him and Shani about that now, but. Overall I think you'll get it. I think you'll get it right. Um, because let's be honest about it. We've gone through bad times in the past. We've had some dips under Klopp. This one is a bit more elongated than, than others. Um and it's maybe taken him and others longer to walk out what's what's wrong. Maybe they're a bit stubborn, you don't know, but um I think it's fairly clear now that Klopp has seen issues where he's been on the fence maybe and now it's a clear issue to him and um I trust him wholeheartedly to go and sort it out but congratulations to Jurgen Klopp on a thousand games as a club manager just on the um, the last of the transfer window because it's about 10 days to go um, Emma I'll come to you first (coughs) there's been a bit of movement around the Premier League well Chelsea Um, you know Arsenal have signed (laughs) Trossard Um, they're just Chelsea having a lovely time but Liverpool was um, it's all been dominated by this ownership stuff and you're seeing oh, varying baby. stories, like literally daily. You've seen, you'll see variations of stories, four or five of them every single day, and then it'll change the next day because well, that's how things work. But Sione has gone very, very quiet, Emma. Um, can you see anyone coming in? Because I've, I've, I've genuinely seen Jono say <coughs> one day, "Oh, I don't think he will," and the next it's like, "Oh, he still have a chance," and it's just a bit all over the place. What, what do you make of this with ten days to go? Because if he is seeing issues, Emma. Right, I don't know if he thinks he he may think he doesn't have the time to let this run for June and try sort it. If they have something in the pipeline, he may need to go and do it now.
0: Well, they definitely need to go and do it now, yeah. Yeah. And um, sometimes going all quiet isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, that's sometimes when we do our best uh, work is when everything is quiet. Um, Do I see? I still think we bring in somebody, but I wouldn't be overly confident on who that's gonna be or of what quality. But it, look, he's pulled some diamonds in. He's found some diamonds in the roof before, so I'd have every confidence in them doing it again. Um, I meant I said before the the window that we would bring in a midfielder. I'm still gonna kind of stick to me goals and think that we will see a midfielder. In before the window closes, I just couldn't tell you of what quality that, and I don't think it'll be Sanderberg. Um, I think we see one. Um, it's 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 plain as plain as the nose on everybody's face now that we need somebody. Um, you can't be pinning your hopes on Chetich. Uh, or, or the fear is is that they think, oh, he's he's doing well the last few games. Now we don't need one. Well, no, you you definitely do still need one because who's going to be the new Stefan Bocetich? Do you know what I mean? If you're thinking that he's going to take over from Fabinho, well, you're going to need somebody to to take over from Bocetich in the future. So, um, I, I think we bring one in. It's not going to be a marquee signing that everybody will want, but I think it'll still help the team towards the end of the season.
3: Shawnee, 10 ish days to go. Um, the the issues are there, like I said. Um, the issues look like they've been, um, not spotted by the by the management, but definitely um, taking more more of a hard line on what they need. I suppose when you look at selections and different things, do you think something happens in January?
2: No, no, I don't. I, I think the potential sale of Liverpool maybe further down the road than people think. And the big picture now is everything that's is in I'm play. Yeah, I, do, I think so. Like, you can only, I won't go off anything that journalist has said. I'll go off what Klopp says and he basically says, yeah, I think we're done. Unless something comes up. Um, If the right player was to come available in the next eight days. Yeah, but Fucking the right player has gone out the window. I mean, we took Adam Um A lot of people bashing Sandberg. I actually think he's a good player. Well, I was I going to say, would you
1: take
2: I actually do. I think he's a good player. Um, I, I, It's not a player I'd bring into a struggling Liverpool side so to fix everything, that's for sure. Um, But I do think he's a good player. And people say, no, oh, he's playing the championship. I think Sandberg could go to another Premier League club next year and
1: be a very good footballer. We scouted yeah, him but, heavily before he went there. He, yeah, we it's not someone,
2: with him. It's not someone I'd be bringing in now to to, to fix Liverpool. I think there's only one player really. we all know where he's going to go.
1: Oh, you think uh, Susado so, uh, and Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. I think he's the one we should have done. I, well, I don't would, even I think. think they're going to be forced to sell him out selling sell They don't have to do anything. You know, yeah,
2: I don't need But the thing is, Chelsea will offer them that much money. I'm yeah. sure Brighton trust their scouts to get the next get one. House. You already have your man Matoma who's taken yeah. outside place. They're, they're a brilliantly run club. Um But Look, if it's going to be Sanderberg, you may as well sign now, buddy. Honestly, because... <laughs> Sanderberg type is a
3: player that you add to the squad as a fifth, sixth choice. Yeah,
2: I Sanderberg type, if I'm going to sign Sanderberg now, why the fuck did not me do it on the 4th of January? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah he, he's 6'5". He's, he's a big fucker, Sanderberg. You know, he
1: Sanderbeg does have
2: his you can't tell me that he's the type of player that's only going to become available in the last week of the window yeah. I, don't, I don't know I just don't see it I, don't, I think journalists are getting horny poo pooing and everything for Liverpool fans when they're all in the fucking dark every single one of them yeah. are all in the dark I really hope a takeover further down the line than damn, me damn think because one I'm sick of the the pedal. On social media regarding FSG. Um, and again, it's just another window where we're having the same conversations. It's not good enough. Talk about Klopp's 1,000 game. Well, if Klopp has two or 300 games left managing Liverpool, I want him to be given everything he's ever wanted because he's worked fucking miracles so yeah, yeah. far. And I think it's not fair on him to keep him walking miracles. And we're here criticizing him because he has to walk miracles. And we're here criticising players that have ran through walls for him because Klopp has to walk miracles. And that's just the way it is. Um, looking around, I don't know. Like, I'd be pissed off if we signed a midfielder in the next week because it should have been done two weeks ago. Because if you're only signing a midfielder now... Depending segment, on, on what midfielder it is. Yeah, but because if you if saying, you sign if you
3: sign Cicedo or Kaisado or whatever I say Saicedo you can say whatever you right. But if you sign Saicedo in the next ten days, right? That to me is a forward move in midfield where you're going. You're looking should've, to. Should have been done uh, two weeks. ago. I though. get that, Shani, but you have to remember Saicedo's a massive player for Brighton.
2: He's not going to be any cheaper than he was. No, two weeks I, ago.
3: I, I, no, it's not about cheap. It's not about that. What for me is if you go into a transfer window and you want Moses Sayed, so right, and you walk up to Brighton, that might be that might be uh, negotiations. That might be, there, and I might go on, right? I g- now listen. On top of that, Shawnee, they may have decided in the last ten days. Oh yeah, do you know what we're wrong? We have to fucking sign someone. That's and, because, no, yeah, I know I, it's but bo- I know, Shawny. I'm not disagreeing with you. I know it's bollocks. But what I'm saying is, if you sign so Sayedo in the next ten days, you that that for me is a positive move to yeah. revamp this midfield if you go out and sign Sander Berg in the next 10 days mm-hmm. then that's just another fucking Arthur Mello job and it's someone that is not going to improve your midfield right it's not going you to be a regular midfield and you it's just another it's just this, another this. player to say if signed it, you know f-
2: f- signing f- a f- sign player
3: just for the sake of signing a player doesn't yeah. work in the next 10 f- days we f- f- say
2: to Wolf and Sander Berg for a moment right? Talk, let's for example this Kone lad uh, mm-hmm. he's at Gladbach or uh, yeah. To ram at um, mm-hmm. Nice. nice. Yeah. Right. If you sign any of them in the next 10 days, where the fuck wasn't it done two
1: weeks ago? Ah, yeah, no, I agree <coughs> with that. I i think and I don't know if Gav is it wouldn't be say that a uh, Bellingham or a uh, uh, Matthias Nunes ones do seem to be the uh,
2: the if, targets. If you're signing in the last ten days, where's the admittance? Like what you admitting? Are you trying to save the season? By bringing them in, why well, wasn't it yeah. done two weeks ago? It was trying to yeah. save the fucking season. We we Except saw with Gatko, we saw with Gatko that, that they'll go out and do it yeah. exactly, exactly. Keith, That's what I mean. the same logic being applied, exactly. Yeah. It's but this, this right. back, but Shani, this all goes back. But Shawnee,
3: this all goes back to, and I said it last week, all of us walking off less than scraps as to what's going on, right? Yeah, but but no, I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying is, you said it a minute ago, you said it a minute ago. This takeover could be further down the line, right? Than we think, right? That's one. I hope it is. I no, hope you hope it is. it is. And it could be, right? That could be one thing where they go, FSG are going, we're not fucking signing anyone. This club is being sold. And we're not giving another 70 million away or whatever it might be. That could be one thing. FSG could be saying, we're not spending. Even if they're staying, we're not spending because we've the summer this time you're right Jurgen Klopp could be turning around going which I think has changed massively in the last 10 days for me where he's probably going no I'll go where I have and I have this coming back and we know he's done it before right he could be doing it so we don't know the only thing I would say is that if we sign a player in the next 10 days right yes there has to be an admittance there but there's probably an admittance on the on the part of we need this. This like we we've we got this completely travel, wrong, and that's the admittance. To... And the problem is, Johnny, if you do Simon in the we next ten him days,
2: game in August. I,
3: I I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying is, there you go. It's the pride thing as well, because if Liverpool go and sign so say though, we'll all be delighted, but we'll all still turn around and go. But you needed this fucking in the summer. Where we are, yeah. like, the, and the the timing of the admittance is a major issue. Do you know what I mean? And it's and and that's where. For me, well, if it came in... I don't think we'd sign anyone, by the way. Sorry, that's just my point of view. I don't think we will sign anyone, right? Um, For numerous reasons, right? But if we sign... Don't get me wrong, the lad off Nisa, Mountain and Gladbach, fine. I'm okay with that because that feels to me like he's going to come in and we're not asking... We're not laying the season on him, but we're getting him in place where we're going. That's the first step in a rebuild that we're doing here. And it's going to help us for this season. It's it's a double-edged sword. Whereas if we sign... Sander Berg no disrespect to him he's been linked to Liverpool for about fucking three years that's just a case of I ah, will get him for 15 throw him in there and you never see, you see what happens that's not forward planning that's just another body thrown in there and right now we've a load of bodies that you would consider fourth, fifth or sixth choice that's what we're playing with what you they open, there?
2: I don't sign anyone Johnny's pissed off Signed him last week and pissed off yeah because it's like Archie, if this was a problem that only get like the centre back one when Matthew gets injured away to Tottenham. Like
1: yeah. we
2: had a problem, but when Matthew gets injured, we had a fucking emergency. Like we've needed a midfielder since August. And, and we've seen that they've accelerated the and they bought Diaz last year and they bought Gakpo. But they don't it, oh, but it's the right player. And we I swallowed that, okay? And I agree with it to an extent. We've seen him with Kanate, the right player, but that... Come on, that went out the window in August when we signed fucking Artamello. Like, if you're gonna do it, or you understand these fucking deals are complex and it's millions, but shut down. We we we've there was a block of games there where we pick up points, we're in a fucking far better position. You, you can't turn around and go in the last week of the window while picking someone up because we need to save the season. We needed it in fucking December. We needed it in October, September, August. We've needed it since then. Yeah. so it's not it's not like a spoiled thing I'm not happy if you do Simon I'm not happy if you don't Simon I'm just thinking I'm asking questions as if to say is why the fuck wasn't it done two weeks ago I I completely get that
3: and like we did need one in the summer and you know um we we've we've said on this channel for I don't know how long we need three midfielders coming to summer. We've said that. We've if you go back and watch the shows in the summer you're like, no, we, we need a midfielder. Like um, you know, couldn't wrap couldn't wrap our heads around why we haven't got one. And that and I don't give a fuck what what's going on with FSG or, or anything else, we need a midfielder. That, that was just common sense like. And yes, we need one right now. The only reason Liverpool can genuinely Come out and say, we're not getting a midfielder in this window. The only reason, right, and it's not even a fucking reason really when you you need three, is that they are spending a fucking shitload on, a, on two midfielders in the summer. And I mean a fucking shitload, right? And saying, we're going to do these two and we may do another one. And what I mean by that is 150 to 60 million quid on Bellingham and Nunes or wherever it is. That's the only way they could turn around if their owners are staying and Liverpool are going on the same path they're going on to turn around and go, we, def- we needed one in the summer, but we ended up doing this deal where we know these two are coming in, in next summer and it's 160 million quid. Right? That's the only way getting, you're coming out of this. But right now, I, I I can't understand. why. I'm not saying you do Bellingham now, and I'm not saying you, you can't do Nunes because you can't play for Liverpool for the yeah. summer anyway, even if you want them. So, I think that reel was scrapped, was it? No, it's not. No, no, no it's no. not. You, you can't play for Liverpool for the, the summer. But for I me, think he can be registered,
0: but just can't play. Or like
3: that. <clears throat> yeah, because he can't. He so can't. Run out for three teams in the one. Season. Yeah, I thought
1: COVID might have played in. No, you know, the,
3: the way you can do it is if if it's a 2023 season, i.e. the MLS, you can go off and play in an MLS because it's a different season, even though it's in the same year, and yeah, yeah. um, because the season starts at different times. A uh, league of Ireland. Um, but yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, summer, summer football sort of thing. Um, but oh, I just. I think if if we're looking at all this and we're looking at Klopp and we're looking at his, his demeanor and the words and the, the selections, I think it's hard for anyone to make the argument that Klopp does not want the midfielder in this window. I think it's very hard to make that argument, whether whether you love the man or you think he fucking you know he's God's gift or he can turn around and do more miracles. I think it's very hard with what's going on there, what we're seeing in front of us, the selections he's making first clap the turn around and say, No, I don't want a midfielder. So then it's back to you. Will they release the money already being sold? And that's no, all we'll good. There.
2: We need to get someone out the books as well. If we're going to bring one in,
3: yes, we do, or not register one. Or, yeah, well, we're not, re- do- yeah, well, not going to do that. They'll do something. Does, does does the, um, kind of Salah. He's being shy. Just don't, <laughs> don't register, Salah, <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. fucking bring <laughs> in bleeding. So you say, Don't you many players could we get on that wage.
0: Go on, Does the emergence of Boychuk mean that we'd be happy with two. Because I'm gonna sound self entitled and want to be spoiled, and we have a two good. But is 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 them spending 150 million on two midfielders in the summer good enough? Because I don't think two is enough. No, it's not. No, not I don't agree. I think we need three. No, it's three
3: midfielders. Just, and it's it's a hundred percent three midfielders. Yeah, but if, if, you, if you're saying they're going to spunk
0: 150 million in the summer, and that's why they're not doing it now on but two on. midfielders, But we'll still be saying, well, we need a third
3: Correct, because I'll tell you why. Because right now, while he's trying to make, I think he's making a point, or he has play, he's playing Naby Keita, who's leaving. He's yeah. You'll see more of Milner, who I think will, I think more will of a stay. chance of him leaving, I think, right? And Oxlade-Chamberlain, you know, does, has he scored our last league goal away at Brentford? Right. So these players are going to leave and they're being used. So mm. you know what I mean? You yeah. have to sign three. You have to. Mm. Because if you're making a point against Henderson, Fabinho and others, right? You cannot let those three go, keep those three and what? Bring in two? How it doesn't make any sense. No no no, no that's I, I, I agree. I think we need three, but
0: what but like if they're gonna say we're gonna spend one hundred and fifty million on two but we still
2: need more. I think, so or, what I think, unless, let's say, let's say we get owners in who aren't cash as, cash as cash cash rich as some may like. I think if it's Bellingham, we are only getting two. I, I think, I think, if the situation where we don't sign Bellingham, which I will say would be fucking disastrous. But, what, but, but, you and I mean
3: it. but you mentioned two players there a minute ago, right? Yeah. In around the 25 to 30 million quid mark. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, to but if year. you sign a fella for 40 million now, right, your summer plans are still there because I think yeah. if, if those two players are coming to Liverpool in the summer, it's already done.
2: We need it's to go back to done. being smart. We need to go back to yeah. being smart in the window. It's not all about like fucking signing the young fella who has the most potential on FIFA. Be clever. Look at your City are at the pull on a lad from Argentina I believe he's coming in uh, next Maximo
1: year. Maximo Perone, best young midfielder in Argentina. Be clever Argentina.
2: Wolves, are chas- Wolves are chasing a lad from Brazil. Who, yeah, Joe like this this play like just be clever. Go back to being clever. Go back to doing what got us to the dance. If you can't if you can't compete with City in terms of giving out wages to these fellas, get smart. And that's the worrying. That's the most worrying part is All of that infrastructure we've had within the club is gone or is going or has left and is leaving. Julian Ward is going. Michael Edwards is going. That other lad, what's the other lad's name? Ian Graham, Graham, going. Where's the structure? I think that needs to be sorted first. The likes of Bellingham and all, I think that looks after itself, to be honest with you, because it's such a big fucking deal that it's it doesn't take a bleeding a clever scout to work out what Joe Bellingham is he's arguably one of the best midfielders in the world now 19 years of age it's a no-brainer but if you're going to be pinging, picking lads out from the likes of look like at Man Sučić or, or Moose players like them who you can develop and make better that are not going to fucking it doesn't have to be we can't afford to him any so there's no alternative that's the thing that that's grinding on me more than anything that wasn't and then this new we can't point newness because he can't play for three clubs but we fucking wanted them in the summer so yeah. that's what i'm trying to say is we need to get it's all awesome. of that right before anything else falls into place i 100 agree with emma i think we need three and i think we need two now we need two now mm. but we, we we're definitely gonna need three in the summer when you have Oxcon and then when you're losing Milner and the pro, and the, the other part of it is, you're going to be needing fucking English lads as well, because you need you need homegrown players.
1: That's why the Mason Mount link is there, and the Kearney. Be
2: we're being we're being strung up there. He's getting the, he's never leaving Chelsea. Never. No, I don't. I don't think so. Either. I think that's just
3: a, oh, an agent. I, I think that's an agent's play.
2: Yeah, I oh, really like him. I really like him, kid. I think he's a brilliant player. Yeah. I actually think Mason Mount is like. The exact player we need Cordis Jones to be. Yes. And will be, perf- be a perfect replacement for yeah. Oxley chamberlain I think if he's available, it's fucking brilliant. I think it's a brilliant signing. I'm not worried about Gakbo Nunes. I think they're going to be grand. I think they have all the ability in the world. People are saying Royce. Like, Royce is not being clever. Royce is not being smart. Royce is going to cost a lot of money. Just going back to getting things right... Get- picking players up at the right place before they explode. You know what I mean? I, uh, we need to get back to doing that. That's what we did so well. It's nearly like, like a role
0: reversal. So City are picking up these people from Brazil. Yeah,
1: they're, Julian they're bringing in these players and that, that haven't,
0: exactly. On. And all of a sudden, we're the ones that are going after these big names. Yeah, yeah but, but, but
3: we're supposedly going after these big names. But, but you see, yeah. the thing is, and I've said it for ages, the... The Geo Bellingham thing should be done as an as completely separate than anything else. So as far as I can say, when Liverpool go into this window, Liverpool should be able to go, We're taking him at 30, we're taking him at 30, and we're taking him at 40, and we're spending 100 million quid. And I don't give a fuck what we're doing over there with Joe Bellingham. Yeah. And that's yeah. and that's where it's got to. And people will say, like, you know, and I've said it before, what Liverpool take in, they spend and stuff like that. But their revenue continues to rise, okay? And I think they looking at that revenue. As opposed to the thing, I think this year is the year we are going to see a massive profit from Liverpool Football Club. Over the years, yeah. we've seen 40 million up here, 20 million down here, paid off a bit of debt, blah, 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 blah. We spend a lot on wages, I but I think that that figure the other day of 701 million was it? Somewhere around. Which, well, we're not going to argue over there, is it well, when it's 700 so, fucking million quid. But this is the fourth season, I think, where Liverpool's accounts in 2022 will come out in maybe in a couple of months. And you will see that Liverpool have made, for for me, a, a big amount of money. A big amount of money. Now, you will have the Anfield Road end offset against that, but overall, I think Liverpool are well within the means, even as things like, stand to go and do do something like that. I
2: do they're going to gonna leave City, but I guarantee City will just take your man back from Southampton. They'll just pay his Your man love you. That's what it. they'll do. That's what they'll do.
1: This young lad they're bringing in from Argentina will be in that team within a year. They and, and
2: that's the, business. the thing. Like it, it's about being clever again, getting back to what got us to the dance beat. Picking up your man, the man, everyone got scoffed at that fee when we yeah. signed them. Going all them scoffed at the fee. Salah, what are they doing paying for him? Being smart again. Yeah, it's not all about. But a lot of people. I love Jacob Ramsey. I think he's brilliant. But the problem is, even shopping in the Premier League now is more difficult because everyone has
1: money. Yeah. So yeah. there's no bargains to be had anymore is there any English lads you'd love take for that home ground like Jacob Ramsey is obviously getting thrown yeah, Connor in Conor Gallagher Conor Gallagher, Connor Connor Gallagher. what Gallagher. about Jewsbury Hall at Leicester he's getting no, thrown he in should. there an awful lot he's, he's I don't built. mind him I think he's
2: no, already he's he not, runs he, around he's not he's not Curtis Jones would look
1: like him if he was playing for Leicester yeah I the mobility but he's another one getting linked i seen another thing the day about the midfield player in Europe's top five leagues that runs around Kant the most running is Joe Willock off Newcastle. What about Joe Willock? Would you just take Joe no, Willock. No. No, See no, that's, that's what I'm trying, the, the picture I'm trying to paint here is this homegrown thing is a fucking nightmare because there's not quality there and the value the value was never there for the English players. We all know that. And now as Sean you said they're all bleeding rich as well so you don't need to sell. So where are you going to do? You're going to have to be bringing in goalkeepers as in second tour choice keepers. Squad players. That's why Nat Phillips is probably still there just to fill a quota. Do you know what I mean? So it's really, really hard, and we have to look like that. Doesn't someone said Bellingham doesn't even fucking fill the home ground Not to a Too young. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> doesn't
3: fill it the going but, but Curtis Jones does from next season. Yeah. So but a lot of people have from him from, up the, the gap. from the
0: from the 30th of this month. Oh, 30, is from 20, this from this month. Twenty. It's 20. Oh, it's well, it's no, not
3: the season. Twi- it's his. Turns, he turns twenty one yeah. the, on the thirtieth. Yeah, of so it's his birthday rather than this the new season. Yeah, uh, but look, well, it, it ties in nicely for the rest of the week because for the rest of the week we're going to do um we're going to have a winners and losers tomorrow. I think we're going to do a transfer show on Tuesday where we can talk a bit more about Liverpool and the rest of the league because we probably try to do two before the thing. We probably do one tomorrow and then one the following week. Is it the following Monday it ends at eleven o'clock? So we might have to do that. But we'll try to do two uh, transfer shows before the week is out. Um, <laughs> what are you laughing at? It might How be about Tuesday, it? is it the thirty first? I think it's How the
0: thirty first
2: it closes, isn't it? No, it's Dewsbury Hall it sounds like a lovely place for a wedding reception. <laughs> it <does> actually, it <laughs> sounds
3: does.
1: like
2: a it sounds like a, a tube station.
1: Yeah. yeah. Does, or they yeah. solicit that his first name is Kieran? Kiernan, <laughs> Kiernan Dewsbury Hall. It's like a fucking something else suits. Um but Tomorrow, yeah, sorry, winners and losers. Tuesday, now
3: Wednesday, we're bringing back our call-in show because we had a bleeding great time on it last week. Um, so me, Shani, and Keith are going to do our call-in show at 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, now, people were getting confused last week, right? You don't have to turn your camera on. You can come on just as a voice and talk to us. The link will be in the YouTube. Go to YouTube, go to our page, hit Community, and you'll see the post with the link on it. Take the link, call in, and we get through... A couple like we did last week. All we ask you to be is respectful. Ask your question, we'll answer you. We'll have a chat. If you're not respectful, we'll just get you off the air. Won't be. Don't be an arsehole over it. Um, Thursday, we'll have viewers voice. Friday, we'll have uh, Premier League forecast. But that'll be a cup special, won't it? Um, we should have full-time reds on the Saturday and we'll be back here on the Sunday then. Um, Keith, are you looking forward to the call-in on Wednesday? Because I'm living yeah. for it. Yeah, it was good crack there the
1: night, wasn't it? It was, it was good yeah. Fun. Good callers. Was good fun. And, and as well, like, people want to come on. You know, as you said, you have to be respectful. If anyone likes the bollocks, like, you know, well, not Joe Duffy, Adrian Kennedy, and, and fucking Chris Barty. We won't let them away. But we cut into them as well. So you have to come on and be respectful, and we'll have a laugh. And people who come on, if, if you watch this show, you'll know that we take the piss a bit, and we have a laugh, and we're not, you know ultra serious and all that sort of thing so you have to understand that that's why i don't know it's a community just for our subscribers yeah so if you subscribe to a the lot channel, of people you, are looking for the link there yeah if you, if you
3: subscribe to the channel yeah you, you will see the community tab you click on it and then it will say live call in tonight here's the link yeah mm-hmm. um and then you go from there load it up on your phone or whatever you want and you'll be able to get in and we'll let you in if you're waiting and waiting don't worry about it it's not broken it's just that we have to Click a button to let you in. You're on hold, I suppose. Yeah. And like I said, ring in this week. You can talk about anything: Liverpool transfers, owners, fucking crisps, whatever it might be. Um, throw it in there. Just um, but like you said, Keith, be respectful. But if you're willing to come on and have a laugh and let us and take the piss out, of us, we'll take the piss out with you. That's absolutely fine. We just don't want people coming on, being smart, and then get answered, and then they're fucking all upset. Um. You know,
2: that it's their fault, in yeah.
3: my opinion. Shani, you are looking forward to the to the call in on Wednesday?
2: Yeah, I might have been having back and forth with me, and uncle Bruno on Twitter. Right? Um, <laughs> he's, he's, Is he on Twitter? No, nah, I'm only winding you Oh, he's okay. <laughs> He's drumming up more um, deadlines like Dr. Evil. So he says he doesn't actually want them to sell by his sister's birthday. He just wants $1 billion (laughs) transferred. (laughs) Uh, But yeah,
3: who were the other callers last week? There was Bruno, there was... Chris, 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 yeah, it was good. Um, so we we'll try to get more than three on, but we we'll chat away as we go along.
1: As you said, you don't have to have your picture <coughs> or your, your camera on, so I no. think people are a bit sketchy, a bit nervous about yeah. going on and doing just go and ask a question, just can, log yourself in yeah. and then just turn camera off. You know, you're,
3: you're yeah. absolutely fine. Um, I'll leave it on. yeah, uh, but and Kev says no weird phone noises, okay, I don't know what that's about, but clearly there might have been weird ones last week.
2: Um, no, he doesn't want to get much of the diet. Alright, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true yeah. as well.
3: <laughs> right. Um that's been the fat back for. Um before we go, the link is in the description for our charity campaign. Um breast cancer research, twelve women running the Dublin Marathon um for this charity. If you want to click the link and donate, please do. Stop giving us super chats. If you want to give a super chat, don't just go and hit the link in the thing and send it on. I'm gonna have to turn them off again actually. Um but do that, and if you can't donate, that's absolutely fine. Um, take the link share it around your friends your family your colleagues you know how it works and if you need any help from us in getting the word out there get in contact we can send you information where you can print it off and pour it all over all over the house or the town or village or city you live in you can be throwing a lamppost everywhere and stuff like that by all means you can do that so get in contact with us if you want that Um, Emmet anything else before we go
0: no I just can't wait for the artwork for Wednesday to go out
3: I could show you now
0: do you show them
3: (laughs) oh we wait till Wednesday
0: wait till Wednesday
3: Okay, wait till Wednesday it's an amazing um, bit of artwork um, as the main poster for our call in show you'll love it when it comes along Um,
1: Keith anything else before we go no no all good great to chat you know after another tough tough week at the office Mm -hmm. good to chat Shawnee. Anything else before we go?
2: No, all good. Hmm. Um, keep the faith. Ro- roll on August. Hmm. We're gonna be playing a lethal next year. <laughs> loads of
1: money to spend. I
2: can't wait. Whoa. loads of transfer. Yeah. Shows. Salah sitting what there. The Salah sitting there,
3: unregistered. Um, yeah. Well, so you say. I was the Max all over the gap next August.
0: <laughs> <all day. laughs> um, yeah, you know. Feel jealous of Dicko. Dicko has something to look forward to because the uh, the, Bengals the Bengals got through tonight yeah. against the boat. Yeah, the Bengals are
3: through. So um, they will be the with that. The joints, unfortunately, have gone out, hammered um, Slaughtered. last night. So that's the end of um, that's the end of me and NFL for this season. I can fuck off I can, until it comes back whenever. Right, that has been the fatback four. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out.
1: Podcast Network.